Uh, yeah, I'll have a large extra butter popcorn and she'll have snow caps? Really? Snow caps? They taste like cardboard. Okay. Welcome to a brand new episode of Small Screen Rundowns. Uh, this episode, we haven't, you know, had an episode of Small Screen in quite a while. Um, just with with the movies, and actually, Ron Knight trying to match up watching the shows. Um, it's just it's been it's been a bit. But this is a this is a special episode because um, we've got Lock and Key coming out actually at the end of this week. So if you guys listen to this in the future, it's already out. Season 2 is out. But uh, I wanted to go back and instead of telling you guys to go check out the episode, find it in your feed, I'm just going to just re-upload it uh, with this little new stinger in beginning uh, saying small screen rundowns instead of comic rundown. Um, yeah, this, so this one we had Chris on from World's Finest True Believers. And this is before he became part of the Marvel Alliance, uh, before the Geek Ultimate Alliance uh, was formed, and that whole that whole network took off. So you're gonna hear our thoughts on season one. If this is your first time listening to it, thank you for checking us out. If this is if you listen to it again, I mean we are gonna go over a lot of what season one was and. I know I may I have some obsession with bacon in this uh, recording. Don't remember why. I'm actually gonna start rewatching season one uh, this week before season two comes out on Friday. So hopefully I remember why I have an obsession with bacon. I, I think I have a vague idea, but um, yeah, you guys will hear that. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to check out Chris, go check him out over on the World's Finest True Believers. Over on the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network, or also check out every Thursday night live on the Geekverse YouTube channel, Marvel Alliance, and where he co-hosts with Brent. And then the the podcast goes live in the feed on Friday mornings. So go check those out. Thank you guys for listening. Let's get on with this, this episode. Hello, and welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. I'm your host, Joe, and with me today is my co-host, Ron. Deja vu. Anyway, and also joining us, special guest from the world's finest true believers, uh, we've got Chris. Hey, everyone. Um, Chris, you got you are joining us today because we are reviewing the Lock and Key Netflix series, uh, season one. Hey, what's that show about? This <laughs> 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 uh, Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> yes, we'll just go ahead and give a quick premise of the show. Um, Lock and Key uh, is about Rendell Lock. But it's not. Anyway. <laughs> it's like we're doing it a second time. I have no idea what I'm doing. All right. Um, the Lock premise of the show Key, is... The story of Rendell Lock's children. And you want to read it? Fuck no. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rendell Lock is murdered at the hands of former student Sam Lesser. So his wife, Nina, is forced to move with her three children, Tyler, Kinsey, and Bodie, from Seattle to Matheson, 
Massachusetts, and take residence in Rendell's family home, the Key House. The children soon discover a number of mysterious keys throughout the house that can be used to unlock various doors in magical ways. However, they become aware of a demonic entity that is also searching for the keys for its own malevolent purposes. Um, this show just came out uh, Friday the 7th, right? Yeah, yeah. Friday, February 7th. Um, you know, we're it's just over a week out uh, from its release, and we are... I mean, we're doing a review, a review on it. So, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil things. Yeah, we're spoiling mainly mainly everything on the show. Oh, wait a minute. I should have watched this beforehand? Oh, no. I mean, it helps. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. We'll spoil it for you now. Then you can just go back and yeah. highlight. Sweet. Um, and we are going to be spoiling, spoilering, spoilering. We're going to spoilerize <laughs> some things from the book. We're going to try not to, but... Um, He's going to try not to. I'm definitely going to spoil shit. Yeah, jeez. Uh, Chris, as, as our guest, you want to go ahead and give uh, a quick, your quick review or quick, uh, take on the show. Yeah. I thought it's one, it's a finally great seeing this come to, you know, after all the development hell it's been in all these years, <laughs> whether it be film or different TV. I think uh, this was the third iteration that they made. They actually had one, uh, pilot that hit Fox that, I mean, it, I, I know I watched it. Um, I don't think you guys got a chance to watch it no uh, and then there was a pilot filmed for hulu but i don't know what happened to that so. disney no well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, let's, let's not even get started on all these goddamn uh streaming services now <laughs> that's that's a whole different episode <laughs> yeah uh but no i'm glad to see it um i think this is a a proof of concept season uh things that they changed from the book things that they made just for the show uh, I like some things, other things I've gone, only gone through the first three books. So there are some things I like, some things that I missed from the books at that point. I did not want necessarily a panel to screen, but there are some things I th- would have thought would have been better if they had fleshed them out a little bit more in the show from the comic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Like it was good standalone. Like if you don't think about the source material for mm-hmm. it. Um, but having read the comics and then having watched it, uh, there, there are a lot of things that were a little lackluster. And like Chris said, there were a lot of things that I wish they would have, you know, fleshed out for us. So we could have seen, uh, that actually would have helped with their story yeah. uh, on some levels. One, one, I agree with both of you. One major scene is the, the play that Rendell and his friends did in, I mean, it's in the book is the eighties in the show is the nineties. Yeah. Um, and you know, we only get what three panels, two panels that actually have the play itself in it. Mm-hmm. Something like yeah, something but like that. but, but just it shows. I mean, so much got, could have done. They, yeah, they've got so many of the keys and their powers that they're using at that point in time that it would have been like this nice little teaser for things yet to come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, instead and, of that picture of just the friends, it would have been the friends in this play, like it's portrayed in exactly right. an yeah. epic sequence. That would have been amazing. And uh, I, I'd also like to say that uh, Joe's part in it, uh, the teacher. Oh, Ridgeway, yeah. Yeah, Joe Ridgeway. I, I was a little disappointed in his uh, part in the show as opposed to the part in the book. Because in the book, I mean, he's only in there for what? One issue, right? One issue told. Well, he's got a couple spots here and there. Yeah, but, but I one mean, like, issue where he's actually dedicated like, you know, to him. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, what he does in that one issue, uh, other than the memories, you know, of the mm-hmm. play and uh, of also of his wife, which I was also kind of sad that they cut out because uh, that would have been a great. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, 
I understand why they cut it out though. Yeah, because over time. Use, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I was also a little upset with how he died in the show, okay. as opposed to how he died. Because I mean, in the show, you know, uh, Luke, Luke, yeah, suffocates him with a yeah. bag. Yeah, that, and and it was it, he didn't fight back or. Anything. Oh, he was fighting back. He just couldn't do anything. He's exactly. also like seventy year old man. Dude, I don't give a shit. <laughs> hey, in the comic, what did he do? He broke a fucking mug over the dude's head, <laughs> fair, right? and then got shot in the chest. Yeah, I was gonna say. But he, but he was fought. also buck ass naked when he was doing it too. Exactly, <laughs> probably with a hard on. <laughs> okay, so he was drunk. He was drunk, thinking of his ex or his. He was uh, drunk. He had like one drink. Hey, he was thinking of his wife naked okay. in the lake. Okay, okay. When Luke walked you in on. There, all right, I'm just um, saying. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I I agree with you guys. I Locking like key fan fiction brought to you by. <laughs> by ron haynes good job yeah. <laughs> um i agree the the show is great uh i've got a couple notes here i want to go over um first off was we see a couple cameos we see uh joe hill and gabe uh rodriguez gabriel gabriel rodriguez whatever um it's not important his name he's just the person that drew everything and stuff whatever <laughs> they are the uh emts at the very end of the show very end of the season one uh and then we also have uh tom savini who is the monster makeup guy for a lot of classic monster movies. And he's also the namesake of the Savini squad in the show. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, oh, he, by the way, he was the hardware guy that gave uh, Bodie the yes, keys thank you. in like second episode. Something like that. Was it? Yeah. No, it was, was, it was early on. Yeah. 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 I don't remember. Um, you understand what we're talking about. If you've seen it, if you haven't spoiler <laughs> alert, uh, I want to go over real quick uh, the way Kinsey cooks bacon. So <laughs> why'd you have to do that? I was just making sure. Okay, fine. He the power's still on, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> he literally just looked around to make sure. Um, so yeah. Um, when, after Kinsey takes out her fear, which we'll go into the fear monster here in a minute. <laughs> um, she's in cooking breakfast for everybody. I was kind of offended the way she was cooking the bacon. Cause it was all in just one big pile and somehow was cooked. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's cinema- so dumb. It's cinemagic. Uh-huh, cinemagic. <laughs> I said, of all the things you want to start with, <laughs> you're worried about bacon. I was offended by the bacon. Okay, you know what I was offended by? Go I was ahead. offended by the fact that they didn't have uh, Luke's alter ego Zach in this one. Okay, because because he befriended the kids. You know, he befriends Tyler, and then you know he's with them as they're discovering the keys, so he knows what's going on. But in this one, they didn't have that. I mean, obviously, they had an alternative. Well, they had something, yes. Yeah, but it just wasn't the same, and it didn't have the same, uh, uh, like, I, I don't know. Zach was a very important thing because that also ties into, you know, like how Joe found out who it was mm-hmm. as opposed to just randomly showing up at uh, Ellie's house. So, I, I mean, we you jumped to that. Uh, before we get to that, Chris, you want to add anything? Yeah, th- it almost seems like... I completely agree. It would have brought in like how we found out more about the keys instead of just kind of happenstance by luck, uh, Dodge getting the keys or hearing about the keys or knowing about them. But it almost seems like they're setting that up for next season with how it ended, you know, is being the friend. But I, I agree. I would have liked to have seen it a little bit more this season because Zach is such a huge part of this series. Well, and one thing I liked, and I I mentioned this in when you and I covered uh, the second volume, which 
just came out. For if you guys, if you guys are interested, go check out World's Finest True Believers. Uh, we covered the second. Well, we've covered volumes one and two uh, on Chris's show. We've also covered one and two on our show here. We'll be doing three sometime soon. Yeah, actually on both shows. We I say we do it about once a year, so that's about yeah, right. We might move it up. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, in in uh, in the second volume or our our recording of it, I mentioned that you know we see Zach. We know who Zach is that he is the villain from the get-go. So we know that the Locke family is is kind of in trouble, you know, all the time versus this where, yeah, we're following along. We know Dodge is the bad guy in, in the show and she's threatening. And then when they show Luke, it's like, okay, so now I now we see... That he's a psychotic asshole. Luke, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we see that connection there. But then when we get the reveal of Gabe at the end actually still be in dodge well, she, and, and we talked about this like we did. uh um there was a, like when she first explains the uh um which key was that he first found out about the, the music, music box key. music box yeah. Key, yeah okay so he was like totally okay with this and that right there tripped me off because i thought that he was working with dodge because it reminded me of how Dodge in the comics just nonchalantly accepts that the head key can get into your head yeah without being shocked or surprised See, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't pick up on that. Rather, like I did, but it didn't register. Uh, what registered for me is when he, like I said, when we um, he was saying goodbye to Kinsey and starts biking, and then they start showing the flashbacks. Like immediately when they start showing the flashbacks, it clicked in my head. Oh shit, this is Dodge. Um, See, I, I, just, I, I, I mean, I knew at the end it's just like, okay, this is way too easy, right? Yeah. Well, it, on, on that that uh, aspect, when Bodie takes the, the matchstick key and uses it against the shadow lady. Mm-hmm. And then you see Dodge on the ground down on the first floor and Kinsey finds her. My first thought thought was where's the crown of shadows? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they even said something about it and they're like, did they? Yeah. They go, well, where's the crown? And they're like, it doesn't matter. You know, we've got, uh, um, Dodge. Okay. Like they, they literally say, where's the crown? But my thing about it was, was, I knew that it wasn't Dodge to begin with, like as far as that I, went. I figured that because otherwise, you know, yeah, yeah, it just, totally. It, I totally understand what you're saying. Thank you, but okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's just she's, it's she's laying there. She's laying there, passed out. Okay, the shadows dissipated. Air quotes. Dissipated. Yeah, shut up. Uh, 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 you know, and then she's just laying there, and the crown's gone. And you know, like I said, they even mention, you know, where's the crown? Mm-hmm. But then they don't think anything past that. But well, we know that Ellie's missing. Well, no, we don't. No, no, no. You, we, we do know did about them. No, we don't know about them. He came in with the crown of shadows. But you could have assumed that he just killed them. He didn't need those two anymore because he had the crown. He okay, had, well, fine then. So we don't I find assume... out Ellie's missing until... Bodhi goes over there and sees them missing. But by that time, they're already at the black door. Yeah, but when you're watching it, you know it's not him him sitting there. That's not the point. But it was for me. Okay. And I'm like, it's (laughs) Ellie. But what threw me off was when Tyler goes to throw her through the door and she wakes up. She doesn't even say, you know, it's not me or I'm not Dodge. She says, Tyler, no. Yeah, but she says it with pissed off, angry face. She doesn't even look scared. She looks pissed. Uh, No, it does. I you just recently watched it. The look on her face is it it's looks, ah, no, not, see, it looks ah. like, well, like a mixture of both. Honestly, both scared and pissed. Like what the fuck's going on? And why are you doing this? But me? see, that's the thing. If it would have, you know, if, 
If it would have been Ellie in that situation, she would have been utterly terrified because she's already been where that door's open before. But she didn't realize what was going on. When she got knocked out, she was still at home. No, no, no. But Although, when, I, had she said something about Rufus, it might have been like, that would have been better. But regardless, but what I'm saying is, you know, like, how could they not have, you know, like, how could she have just, you know, did nothing? And yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, because she already knew that her face had changed. Okay. okay. As we got okay. from the, yeah. the, you know, back, the, back, the, the, the flashbacks. Yeah. So she already knew something was up. So as soon as she woke up, the first thing she should have been thinking was, you know, I need to tell these guys what's going on. It's like, oh no, it's me, it's it's me, it's me. It's but as opposed, yeah. she's just like, Tyler, no. Okay, okay. And then you know, thrown through the door. Okay. Um, Chris, your thoughts? It it was interesting that also going talking about Ellie too. Like, no mom. The mom story is gone. Oh, the grandma. I, yeah. I kind of like that because her mom was just like a complete asshole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, but it, it was it, important to understand why she was so yes. tied into Tyler or Luke. It, yeah. And Rufus, the credit is Ellie's adopted son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to her actual child. Yeah. So, which means taking away the mom, the grandma aspect mm-hmm. kind of works. Now, yeah. you, you, you're correct on her being the abuse that Ellie went through um, with her mom was what made her is what drove susceptible her to, get, to Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that, that was one thing that I didn't like, and I'm not saying um, loss and regret. Everybody goes through uh, their own version and it, it takes however long, but she goes back for 23, 24 years. She just, she's, I'm not. Well, even gonna, not I'm fine, not gonna say fine, but she doesn't even bother to go look at it, and yeah. then she goes and then, back. Then 24 as, years later, I hit my breaking point. I think you've you've moved on. That's when her toy broke. Oh, that was the breaking point she hit. Ouch. Um, speaking that of that part bothered though, me though. <laughs> really? Okay, no, I was talking about Rufus's soldiers. Okay, like which the, they the Rufus in the I love the Rufus in the comics. Rufus because, was in the comics. Don't get me wrong. They didn't do a bad job with him in the show either. He was a lot older than I expected. And he wasn't as... Um, uh, like, in the, well, in the comic show, he picked up on everything. Yes. And, well, he still picks up, because he even says uh, to Ellie, it's like, he think referring to Dodge. Yeah, he thinks I'm Luke. stupid. He yeah. thinks I'm stupid, but I'm not stupid. And yeah. he grabs where Luke has been hiding the keys. But that's the only time that we get it, you know? But then again, they also cut out a lot of Rufus in the story. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, how how the soldiers are talking for him, or he's talking through the soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they, he, very, he is the one who is realizing everything. The soldiers just happen to be what links him and Bodhi together. Yeah. yeah. And I did, I, I, it was cool that they did that in the show. I mean, it was Bodhi doing it. Uh, it was a little sad that it was only the one scene, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I actually, I like the actor and I think I told you this last night, Chris, everybody that they chose all acting wise, all the actors actually, oh, were fantastic. Everybody oh, yes. was a great choice. Mm-hmm. Um, the exception being Sam only because I did not like Sam's story. Uh, well, Just in this, in this show. I, I actually, I wasn't particularly fond of the way that Sam 
looked either if that makes any sense to you well okay so the people who've read the books yeah he has a very not a very unique look in the in the books he's kind of creepy actually and he's got that scrawny like uh uh underfed um yeah yep abused you know definitely abused yeah and, 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 and they show it a little bit in the show but they show it but he doesn't actually look it yeah, exactly. Like the kid that played the part still looks hale and hearty. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the the whole uh um tattoo thing also threw me off a little bit. Just the one tattoo. Because I thought that he didn't get the tattoo until he was in the juvenile. Well, he said he gave it to himself. I he did give it in in the book he gave it to himself. He stated in the show that he gave it to himself. My guess is after Dodge got a hold of him, you know, he runs out of um, Rendell's office after, in, talking in the show, to after talking to her painting and um, maybe sometime after that, because obviously I, he had it before. Yeah. He killed Rendell. But anyways, yeah, but it, it, it was one of those things like I uh, and I said this to you, Joe, last night that it seemed he was almost forgotten about. And when they brought him in fully, it was almost like a rush to get to the point. I think they could have intermixed it kind of how they do in the comics every so often checking in on Sam because um, all of a sudden he just shows up. Yeah. You know, and, and I did like we got, you know, a lot of the backstory outside of his family, but we make the assumptions that, you know, he, he's a troubled kid. He's got a troubled home, this, that, and the other. Um, but his character deserved a little bit more than what he got. Uh, a takeaway I saw on the internet, somebody was upset about how they handled Sam which I agree, but they were more upset on the way uh, Tyler's character was because the whole Tyler's character in the books is based off of what he did to Sam, what he did to save his family Mm -hmm. and how he almost killed Sam after killing his dad. Um, We don't get that in the show. In the show, we get Nina knocking Sam out and, and hitting him with a hammer and Tyler is, he's there, but no, he's, he's locked outside. He's locked outside. That threw me off too. Like, I was like, that's not how it was supposed to happen. Um, yeah. So, so like Tyler, I'd like the actor they had, uh, Connor Jessup, I believe his name is. Um, I liked his portrayal. However, I didn't like the character in the beginning of the series. If that makes sense. Like he just the whole drinking and partying and well, not only not that, that well, more of, it was more of, um, there was just no motivation. Like, okay, yeah, you lost your dad. That sucks. Coming from somebody who's lost a parent, I understand. But in the in the book, he had his losing his dad, and then just the trauma of everything. Like that trauma goes with them throughout oh, the series. Yeah, mm-hmm. that and you know, like you were saying at the beginning of the story. You know, uh, I well, I didn't like the fact that he was like, you know, he's back to Mister Popular almost immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like nothing ever happened. Uh, yeah. You know, he's going to parties. He's banging Dodge. He's, uh, <laughs> which is still weird. It's so gross. When you yeah. I was like, Oh, this well, is something else I wanted to bring up. Okay, I was a little upset that Nina didn't have dark hair like she did in the comics <laughs> because then I couldn't make the correlation between, you know, Rendell having, you know, Luke change into a girl. I don't. And then see. his wife, because they do in the comics, they had a very similar look to You're correct. Yes. And like, but you know, I, I made the joke of, you know, did, I mean, yes, they, it's definitely a joke worthy, but I don't think they did that when they were kids. Oh, yeah. You don't think 
I don't know. Who knows? We're never going to get those stories, hopefully. Dodge, I'm feeling a little lonely, oh, buddy. Jesus Christ. You want to slap that key in your chin and uh, give daddy Ooh. a happy do? Anyway. <laughs> um, and okay. even her drink, even her drinking was just like, oh, wait a minute. This is supposed to be a bigger part of yeah. who she is. And it was just like, oh, okay. Well, guess we're moving on from that. Well, <laughs> I, I did like how they brought it up. Like, she was an alcoholic for, I think they said... For some time and then had six years where she was not like she she gave it up and was she was uh going to meetings so sober for six years okay yeah, even cool. before even before the death even yes. before the murder at that point so it was because he make he makes a kind of a blind mention to it Rendell in the back in the backup you know it's almost like she finds like her thing is fixing things yep. or revamping things that's her that's her addiction. sobriety well, yeah, and I mean, he gave her the the coffee mug for the one year sobriety. Yeah. So we know that to her, that coffee mug is important. So when she falls off the wagon, which everybody's bound to do, it happens. It's it's what you do afterwards that defines you. I I do find it. I, what I find interesting is that she everything that had been going on, it took Sam coming back and killing. Well, not almost killing them again for her to fall off the wagon, which makes sense. Yeah, it, it does make sense. It just seemed like a too quick of a resolution for her to get back on. Yes. Uh, but I also know, like I told you last night, Chris, this was just a way for her to find out about the mending mm-hmm. cabinet. Oh yeah. And then show the kids so that they know about it. Um, Speaking of the medicine cabinet. Okay. Why in the seven hells did they hide the Omega key in there. Last place you'd look. But why would you hide it at all? Why would you not keep it on you? Because she can't take it from you as opposed to leaving it somewhere where she could possibly theoretically find it. But we're also talking about she physically can't take it from you. What could those shadows have done? The shadows could have killed them. And if they're dead. Eh. True. You know? Um. All right, let's go ahead and. Move also, on. wait, I've got one more thing okay. to say. Okay, guess I'm not going to move on. How does Dodge sense the keys? Uh-huh. What do you mean? Hmm. She knew that uh, she always knows when somebody's got a key. Every time that somebody had a key, whether they said they had it or not, she knew. When um, Ellie tried to lie to her about having the key, saying she was just coming to get the crown. I she, think she knew because he had looked in the bag and it was missing. Are you sure? I'm not because, sure, but that's what I'm thinking. Because it, it always seems like whenever somebody's got a key, she can almost sniff it out. And my theory on that is the little things that shoot through. The are, whispering iron? Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I don't know if that's good, what they're going to call in the show, but that's what it's called in the book. But that's that's what's stuck in her, right? Yeah. That made Dodge. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, does that call? Is it like, you know, lodestone type thing where it calls to itself where it knows? Because she See, has if, some kind of uncanny sense to, to knowing the keys. As soon as they're found. If, okay. I'll say, because if that was the case, she would have just, and I mean, actually, it's actually in one of my notes, um, she would have just went to where they all were and just grabbed them all. Bringing up once they're found, maybe? Well, because, like, I mean, it, just like, pay attention. Like, if you ever watch it again, I'm sure you will, because that's what At you some do. point. I've already, I mean, I've already watched it three times. So Yeah. <laughs> but, like, when somebody has a key, she's all like, <laughs> and then she knows Here's it's up. there. Um, 
Hmm. I don't know. What, uh, you have any thoughts on that, Chris? Yeah, I'll have to watch it again to kind of pay attention for that. You know, it was, you know, the one of those things that I, I just thought she had a good BS detector outside of the, you know, the, the kids when she came to, uh, you know, trying to find the, the fire key or what, what are we calling it? The matchstick key, matchstick key. And it just throws that kid to you. I want to show you something. I'm going to throw you into here. How's the card for you? I was, I was, that, that was took cool. me, that took me by surprise and saying, Oh, okay. Well, you could just well, and that's, scare the kid. And that's one of those things where, um, okay. She's threatening a little bit to some, like you, you can see her being, um, malevolent. Uh, like she doesn't care who you are. She wants these keys, takes this kid, kills him. Uh, she kills some random guy. She's whatever with just cause, uh, but then when it comes to the locks themselves, nothing. Yeah. Versus in the books, and I think Chris said you've read up to the third volume. Yep. And so you saw, I think in that one is when they've got the one month of, um, like they're just going through February and Dodge is attacking them left and right uh, mm-hmm. and almost killing them constantly. I, it, having well, having the the aspect of dodge cannot take the keys from them without them giving it up i like that that aspect like that was that was pretty cool yeah mm-hmm. um i have one more just uh something that's kind of bothered me a little bit good was dodge super strong in the comics hmm because I, mean, I don't remember demon. but see but i yeah it was but i don't remember it ever having like super strength like uh when it was, you know, like when they were fighting or when like, you know, things were happening, I don't ever remember him being able to just like overpower everybody because he's, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, Nick, who we usually uh, yeah. record with, I was talking to him about that. He said the exact same thing. He asked the exact same thing. Um, my thought was when you're going to have sexy time being choked out like that, wasn't like, but that's, not, but that's not even it. Like as soon as she started squeezing a little harder, that kid should have been like, Boom! You know, well, he and, tries to lift up the one arm. She holds that one down, exactly. and then the other one is just like flopping. Apparently, exactly. How did she get so strong? I don't know. I, I'm gonna go with demon aspect. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, I want to. It's all that testosterone flowing around in there. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the new keys that we see. So we see the um, the mirror key, the, the, the mirror, new mirror key, which it, it, I did. I didn't like it particularly. It was interesting. I mean, I'm sure it's going to, I'm sure that was, you know, foreshadowing as to how they're going to actually, uh, you know, get rid of the demon. And uh, you think so? Possibly. (laughs) I mean, she basically, she basically said it. We saw some skeletons of how people she got rid of. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think it was her because there was a, um, what's the, the, the old like British hat, like the tri corner hat. Oh, you're right. Oh yeah. yeah, Fair enough. So it was, so that key is, you know, 17th century, 18th century, whatever, however old it was. 17th, um, I would assume. It was 17th. Well, seven, I mean, you know, it could make sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but, but that's an interesting, interesting concept only because they do mention that. So in the book, the way. Uh, go for it. Just go for it. Go sure. For it. Okay. Yep, fine. Go for it. Uh, the way that Dodge says in the book, to get rid of an echo is to get them through, take them back through the, uh, well the house. house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, an echo cannot pass the door, the, the door without dying. We saw that in 
the last issue, the Ellie-centric issue, when she was talking... No, hold on. Sorry, that's later on. Um, but Ellie says it in the TV show, that the Echo can't go through yeah. the door. If it goes through the door, it'll... You know, it'll no, she doesn't. If she does, I totally miss it. Oh, I'm pretty sure she did, because that was why she had the key. Either that or 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 Dodge or you know the Echo itself just says it. Okay, because I was but now again, says the last can't. time I last time I was watching the series, I was at work uh, just to have something on, pass the time. So I wasn't I was paying attention, but I still had to do my job. I don't know. Um, so if they did say it, it didn't jump out to me. That being it didn't said, jump out to the kids either because obviously because they didn't try throwing her through the wellhouse door. <laughs> <laughs> well, which would have been a lot easier. No, you're right. They do say Ellie does say something about that getting her back into the wellhouse, and that could hold her. Yeah, as long as she doesn't have the anywhere key. Um, but they didn't even check her for keys. That's the other thing. They should have done that. Okay, sorry. We're going. Okay, I got. We got some notes. I still. Tyler's like, don't worry. Through. I know everything that's supposed to be where it's supposed to be. I'll check her for keys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know every inch of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, we also get the identity key, which is the uh, the old mirror key and the gen- and the uh, gender key combined, which. Mm-hmm. Um, this one you you use you can turn into whom whatever whatever you, you want yeah. whomever you want however you want to look yeah um never wrong that'd be kind of cool it'd be pretty cool I'd definitely be skinnier <laughs> <laughs> um we also get what they call the what did I say the plant key yeah yeah uh which is the key that that Kinsey and Tyler find in that, the graveyard that hid uh but uh Duncan's memories. Duncan's memories it's also the key that. Kinsey and Scott use when they're making their film uh, that one little scene where Kinsey gets attacked by a plant that they use the the plant key with that. Um, we also get the matchstick key, which is literally just starts fires. Which I didn't like the fact that you didn't have to like you know turn it. Yeah, you didn't have to put it into anything. Like they were literally touching the fire end, like the end the end of the the key that you would hold, not the end, not even the end that you would plug into things. Yeah. But the end that you would hold was the part that was igniting things on fire. No, no, no. It was the the key part. Like the the key, you, the part you put in was what started the fire. Are you sure? Yes. Because when because Bodhi had it tied to the... Uh, yeah, he had it like... What's the, oh, teeth I, thought out? The, I thought the fire part was sticking out. No, teeth out. Well, when uh, Mark Cho at the beginning has it, he's yeah, holding he's, it, grabs it, stabs and, it. Yeah. And see, he had to stab it into his chest to turn it to... Which, yeah. Which which is makes sense because it's a yes. key... Yes. Speaking speaking of stabbing things into it, what do you guys think? Oh, I thought you were talking about Tyler and Dodge again. No, stop that. <laughs> we're done with that. Um, what do you guys? Uh, so Ellie says that you know that little teardrop scar that her and Rendell had. Oh, you mean the keyhole? Thank you. Um, what kind of key you guys think they made? Obviously, it's a memory key or some sort, but the one that uh, kept them able to know the uh, uh, that the key still worked as adults. I mean, it, yeah. It. Do you think it's key? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's key. It, yeah, it, it, it's got to be so because they're the only ones that they're they're the ones that remember. Yeah, them, and, and, Mark, and, and, and uh, what's the other one? Aaron, Aaron, those four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, look at. I mean, they even said like they they took Duncan's memories out. Yes. And talk about like, man, they really undersold his character in this season. Yeah. Well, and I'm hoping, especially having uh, a good actor like Aaron Ashmore, uh, mm-hmm. having Bobby, him, Bobby Drake. Yep. 
<laughs> uh, having him sign on. I'm hoping he gets uh, more time in the second season. Um, but bringing up bringing up Duncan and his memories, did you guys notice that after he uh, Kinsey showed him all of his memories, then he had like like he he saw it, got really confused, really scared. The very next day is when he was like sick and like his mind was still trying to process mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. I, I also would like to say I loved how everybody stored their memories differently. Yes. Like, yeah, uh, that was really cool with how they did the head key. And oh, absolutely. Well, like, you know, uh, the mall, the arcade, and then you had like the VHS uh, cases for Aaron, for Aaron's. Yep. And then uh, Kinsey had the candy drawers. And uh, what the hell were Bodies in? Uh, to- uh, Jack of the Boxes. That's right. Yeah. Um, creepy, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I already mentioned it with with uh, Duncan, the adults' reaction to the magic to the keys, like with uh, Nina, like she she saw the mirror, obviously went into the mirror, and then immediately when she was done, we see her. Like kind nothing of, happened. Yeah, like, oh yeah, the mirror just needs polish. We'll take care of it. Perfect example is when Dodge comes in and kills Sam. And then the very next day, Nina, who at, by this point is drunk, but associates it with Tyler killing Sam. Yeah. And so it's it's basically the mind trying to make sense of this, which which works. Except for then, you know, they said that when she's drunk, she can remember the magic's real. Yes. Because her mind's all altered. Exactly. Because her mind's all childish and shit. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, well, it, it, well, even speaking of Nina, I, I did like that they dropped the rape. Yes. That, that worked, and I think it, it is it's completely unnecessary for this show. Agreed. I, I like that she, I mean, yes, to take out the rape, she got shot, which definitely gives her trauma. Mm-hmm. Yep. I still wish it would have been Tyler that took out Sam and not her. Not that oh, she yeah. didn't have to. But I wish it was Tyler that took her out instead of instead of, took Sam out instead of Nina. Well, it would have brought it would have brought more to you know when he starts wailing on the exactly. what is the one trying to it would it would have meant more outside of just his anger of him not being able to get through there. I mean, he kicked the crud out of Sam to the point of almost killing him, as we said. I mean, so. we we he, we do have the you know him saying to Sam when they were back in Seattle, like if you kill your dad, kill my dad, and that was I guess motivation for him for being upset, which yeah, definitely. Cause he, he does feel like it was his fault, which adds to why he is, is all emo ish in the book, but it just did. It did not play well in, in the movie or in the show. That's just my, my opinion. Um, yeah. Let's see. We talked about Sam's story being lackluster came in way too late. Yep. Um, let's see. I, did I, I know I, I know I mentioned in the last one, but do we mention that? Did I mention Dodge not being threatening? Yes. Wait, yes. Did we this time Again, around? This is. I think. Uh, I think you kind of. I think you got a hinted towards it when I was bringing up just her yeah. when she was house of carding the kid. Yeah. yeah. Just, he just didn't. She Dodge did not feel threatening when Luke came around. He was had a threatening presence. So I'm like, okay, cool. Now we're getting something. But also when we see Gabe, who is obviously Dodge, if you. If you're listening this far in and you did not see the show, that's on you. Amen. Too bad. <laughs> um, the you know the big revelation is we find out Gabe is actually Dodge. Um, that just 
goes to show that Dodge has been Finkel is Einhorn. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think Tyler feels like after he finds out who Dodge is? I, he def- Do you think he has the Ace Ventura moment where he like burns his clothes and gets in the shower? And <laughs> uh, I think he's definitely going to be keeping that one a secret forever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember, remember, he's the only one that goes into his head. He won't let anyone else. <laughs> right? Um, now, could you just imagine him like walking up there and be like, "You just remember, I've had my dick in you," and then you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So having Gabe be revealed that he's Dodge uh, just goes to show how manipulative and how smart how like many steps ahead of of everybody he is um which we saw that in the in the books up until like he there were some factors in the books that he didn't count on like rufus yeah or sam not helping him like he wanted or joe or joe which okay thank you for bringing joe back up um i just want to touch on this real quickly when they give the reveal that joe took pictures of them what Which, the hell was he doing over at Ellie's house in the first place? I think he was investigating Ellie because at that point Nina has was talking to him. Oh, told him that yeah, Ellie was acting strange. Um, what kind of person will go up and take a picture of somebody and then as soon as they see him, just like just kind of give like a look look around and walk away? Uh, every time I watch that, every time I saw that, have you guys seen uh, Kate and Leopold, the movie mm. from like? Early 2000s. No. The only thing I know, isn't that with Hugh Jackman? Yeah. I think that's the only thing I know about that uh, movie. Hugh Jackman, I believe Meg Ryan. I can't remember who the, who the female lead was. Um, but Leif Shriver is in that film. And he it's a time travel thing because uh, Hugh Jackman is... So wait. Hold on. You're no, let saying me finish. that Wolverine and Sabretooth are in this? Yes. Okay. Um <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Don't get excited. It's not that good. (laughs) (laughs) It really wasn't. Um, He's from the past. Lee Schreiber somehow is able to go into the past and he is there taking pictures of proving that he was in the past. Well, when Leopold Jackman's character sees him and Schreiber is just like, Oh no, I'm being sought out. So he, he kind of like does a quick little turnaround and then like turns to walk away and takes a couple more pictures as he's walking away. I thought of that when I saw Ridge Joe doing this to Ellie and Luke, it's so out of place. It's so like you just got caught. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, hey, okay. But look in all seriousness, you said he's, you know what? 70 years old, right? Sure. Give or yeah. take. Okay. My boss at work. You've told me this. Yeah. <laughs> he's 70 almost. And he will be sitting there and he'll like walk around the corner like spy on you. Yeah. And then as soon as you look at him, he'll stare up at the ceiling and then like look back and forth and then turn around and walk away. Like he wasn't <laughs> doing anything. And he does it all the damn time. That's, that's and awesome. he'll sneak around corners and he'll like look around the corner or he'll like walk up to like, like just random things that are sitting around and pretend he's looking at it so he can pay attention to what you're doing. Yep. So maybe it's just an old person thing. Maybe. And like, maybe they actually got an old person's take on this. Like, what would you do? And they're like, I'd probably just look around like I wasn't doing anything and then walk away. <laughs> All I'm hearing in my head right now is that cartoon. Yep. Okay, I have a couple more couple more things before I start asking uh, a couple questions to you guys. Oh, shit. Yep. Um, I did not prepare for this test. Oh, you'll be fine. Because it's all opinion-based. Yes. Uh, there are no right or wrong answers. So, Except for yours. Yours are always right. Correct. Thank you. 
No, he's talking to me. He's talking to me. Whatever. You're asking questions. We're answering. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so they show Nina going through the yearbook. Uh, Rendell's yearbook from 95. Either the class of 95 um, or or the yearbook in general doesn't know the alphabet, which yeah. we talked about that yeah, with, with, oh, with the off screen. Um, yeah, we, there was a in the, the well, get on that. that's actually not important. Um, <laughs> so either they don't know how to uh, put people in alphabetical order because I think. Rendell Locke and Aaron Voss were next to each other in the yearbook. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Or there was only eight people in, their in entire that class, class, and they did not invite that eighth person <laughs> <laughs> to do anything. <laughs> um, yeah, because she, she flips through the pages, and then they show the two pages with him and all of his friends, and they're all on those four pages. And then they start showing all of the Omega symbols yeah. going everywhere. Uh, I just thought that was hilarious because, like, and where and where is the acronym HAGS? Come on, it's the ninety. <laughs> you know that was everywhere, right? Uh, okay, then uh, last question, kind of a question: uh, What kind of person leaves their laptop unattended anywhere? Because you know when they show Dodge trying to find out where Mark's at, Mark Cho's at, she's on this laptop eating this. Guy's... And then the dude walks over and he's like, "Hey, that's my computer." Yeah, like <clears throat> I don't care what kind of city you're in, you're not. This is 2020. You're not leaving your laptop unattended I, anywhere. I, I don't know. I, I supervised a basketball game uh, this past Friday night, and I still have students that leave their phones, and we're talking about a thing that I assume is a pa- attached to them, like a like their heart and. Somehow they someone left their their cell phone. So okay, wow, <laughs> the teenagers at that. Wow, yeah, yeah, this, exactly. This was a grown man who. Okay, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe he was in a uh, restaurant that he frequents and everybody knows him there because it looked like a little coffee shop or whatever. That, they were yeah, and maybe maybe he just had to like walk over to the counter to get like you know a a drink. You know, like he was waiting on the coffee or something. And like, you know, while he was waiting on the coffee, he just maybe. happened to look over and this bitch is on his computer. You know, fucking well, long enough, chicken, long pecking. enough to. Get to Google, search up where Mark Cho is, and look at pick like that's I especially the way that she was using the computer. Yeah, yeah, it took forever. Yeah, which I also I am glad that they made her you know like have problems getting the computer to work and stuff because (laughs) yeah she would have had no idea. Yes. Oh, she could have done a callback like Scotty talking to the mouse. Oh yeah, (laughs) just saying computer. (laughs) Oh wow, I totally forgot about that Uh, Star Trek. What was it? Five? Four. four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. It's movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, search for whales. Search for whales. That's what it was called. <laughs> Look, that came out. That what was that? 90s, 80s, 90s? It was old. Yeah. Um, okay. So as we uh, we kind of come to uh, to the end here, um, what did, so overall, like I, my, I myself, I'm kind of giving a rating of, like seven and a half, but to, out of ten, like it. There were some things I liked, a lot of things I didn't like. Dodge not being threatening was big for me. Um, Sam not being important important was big for me. Um, so that that's that's. I'm not saying you guys have to give it like an actual rating, but that's kind of why I have it lower. Like it's still good, and I think actually seven point five is the average that IMDb, IMDb is giving it. So, like, and overall, I'm seeing a lot of people liking it. I've seen some hate on it, 
but well, there's always the gonna be somebody hating on it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody um, hates things on the internet. You'll gotta give your <laughs> personal, you know, like like I said, uh, uh, um, as a standalone, I'd have probably given it like an eight or a nine because it was actually a really good show. It was enjoying to watch. Okay. Uh, as based on a comic, yeah, it's probably more like a six and a half to a seven. Just for the fact that they uh, they left a lot of uh, uh, what I think of as important things uh, on the wayside, and then they altered the story enough to where it doesn't even follow the same uh, general storyline that the comics do. Okay, which is something that has always annoyed me when they make uh, uh, you know when they make the media jump from like books to TV or from books to movies. Well, that's why they always have to say adaptation. Because- yeah, well, and and that's understandable. But I mean, you know, like and and. I mean, you know, when we're talking about, you know, obviously like, you know, movie or comics going into movies, there's always a change. Yeah. But generally speaking, they usually keep the storyline fairly uh, um, enough to where they can use the base uh, material for the story going on. Okay. This was more like how they did with uh, Game of Thrones, where it just kind of veered off all the way into left field and left. Well, it was pretty close up until uh, what season five. Yeah, I quit watching at three. I just wanted to see Joffrey die. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris, yeah. I honest. mean, I'm I'm a I'm at a seven. Okay, you know, kind of like would, I, I like what you said, Ron. Where it was if it was if it was a standalone, it'd be higher. Um, I was more, you know, in the first couple of episodes, they're throwing a lot out there from the first three volumes. It's like, whoa, we're we'll slow down there. Yeah, it, had, it did have <laughs> but, me a little but, scared because. If they're showing that much in just this season alone, what are they going to have left for next one to two seasons? And that's what I was saying with how they can't pull from the source material because they've so warped it. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, they, they still, I mean, there are three more books and, you know, other things that, you know, they may be hinting towards at that point. But it, it, it seemed like, and, and this is not a criticism uh, of, well, it's kind of a criticism, but it's almost like they've, it's taken this long for the series to come to air yeah that it's almost like we need to hit with our heavy hitters first take to, to hook them which you know makes sense but um i i enjoyed it. i'm looking forward to i mean i know they're already writing it it has not been green lit but they are writing it like it will be green yeah netflix allegedly likes to wait 30 days uh get those numbers in before they announce uh you know a continuation or another season um, so we will kind of find out like at the beginning of March. Did you hear that they're uh, head of production on Witcher? Off subject, but I still have to watch Witcher. So no, what? Yeah, I, I, I'm working on it. It's great. You'll love okay, it. Um, Lots of titties. So I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. There, there you go. There, there, there's the there's the pitch yep. at that point. You know that when it comes out, when it comes out on Blu-ray and DVD, that's the line on the back of the back of the case. It's gonna <laughs> say no. It's gonna say hmm. Then it's gonna say fuck. And then it's gonna say lots of titties. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, right, so I've got a uh, double list here of a few things, and again, opinions for you guys. Uh, things I want to see in season two. Uh, I'm gonna go through my list. You guys can add on. Uh, as you see fit. Uh, I would like to see more Chamberlain Locke. Uh, yes. Seeing him was pretty awesome. And, and you know, I was kind of sad that they didn't actually go back to him after I was that too. first visit. Yeah. But I'm wondering if since uh, Sam died and turned into a ghost, if he's going to go, you know, like... We're going to see the ghost keep come more in play in, the, in season two because they still have it. Yeah. Um, I would like to know how Aaron got stuck in her own head. 
if it was something that somebody had done to her or if she had done it to herself. I'm thinking something she did to herself because when Dodge shows up and she opens up the door, she, well, first time she shows up, she's like, what happened to you? Which threw me because for whatever reason, I might be confusing this with the book. Spoilers, Chris. Um, yep. I thought she did it to him, but to her. Yeah. Because she does in the book. Um, but she didn't. And then when she opens up her head and is like, where's the other you? Like, oh, yeah. okay. Uh, see what else here. Uh, how the keys ended up in the house where they were at. Because Mark hit them. It said that. Oh, yes. But not all the keys. Aaron had the head key. How did that end up in the vacuum? I thought that... Where the... Uh, go ahead. I uh, see. I thought that they ended up handing all the keys except for... Uh, no, so they handed... Oh, no, you're right. Because They handed that. like two to each person. And Mark got the rest of them. That's right. And he hid them all. Uh, Aaron had the, had the head key and... Oh, what was the other one? She had another key. Uh, then Rendell had the Omega and Anywhere. Yep. And so we know what happened with those. She might have had the music key. I can't remember. Um, but like there, there, Javi but, says, but, that, at, but obviously at some point in time, Rendell went and got the head key from her because he put the Omega hold key on. Yeah. in his own Maybe. head. But Javi like said that 20 years ago, there was some, that's very, like very second upset. Uh, Javi, Tyler's friend, says some girl went in there and came out psychotic and now she's in a loony bin. Yeah. Referring to yeah. Aaron. Aaron. Yep. So that was, and if my timeline is correct, that was five years after um, the events of them killing Dodge. And Which Dodge is, killing okay, well, there you go. That. That's how they got the head key. Then she would have left it in there when she went crazy. I, there, but, okay. There's, like, there's, I still want to see how. No, yeah, and understand, and yeah, we definitely need some backstory. And I would honestly like to see more of Rendell and Luke and those people with the keys. And you know, well, and that's actually leads into my next thing: more keys. Yes, more keys. Um, and, and and definitely go out there and start creating keys that they haven't we haven't seen yet. Yes, period. Yes, like I mean, as Hill said, he he, he can create a key for anything. We've- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I and I think it. In the book, well, and they're gonna Dodge, make a key because they have the, they the have slag the that came yeah. out, yeah. Um, but they don't know how to make it. In the books, Duncan is the one that makes them, um, and then Tyler learns. Uh, I also know that in sorry, Chris, we got a dog barking and it's picking up. Oh, no, you're good. I can, I think I can edit this out. I hope, yes, you can. Cool. You'll get you'll get the the full wave, and you can just audacity the heck out of it. Good. Well, I garage brand it, but yeah. yeah, yeah, same thing. Okay, is he done? Is he done? Okay. Um, what was I saying? What was I uh, saying? more keys? Uh, more keys. Oh, Duncan and Dodge. Tyler. Okay. Um, in the books, Dodge mentions to Bodie, like in the beginning, that there are like hundreds of keys, and you know the books itself only focus on maybe twenty. Yeah. And we've seen 12 so far. So, I mean, we could definitely get more. Um, so, I would like to see that. Um, I want to see some random-ass shit keys. Okay. Well, because you think about it. He said there's hundreds of keys, right? Yeah. So, you can't tell me each one of them was like this fantastic, magical thing. Like, Well, in the book, they got a teddy bear key that attacks people. <laughs> like, there was an owl key that I don't 
or the, well, I can't remember exactly what it was called. But like, there's definitely going to be random keys. I, I want to see a key that turns you into like a fucking like werewolf type of shit or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, the animal key. And we didn't get to see the giant key yet either. I'm kind of sad sure with that. Again, I'm sure we're going to see some more. Hopefully. Uh, before I get into these last two, are there any any thoughts, uh, Chris, that you would like to see? Anything you'd like to see in season two? Um, this is obviously still not having read the the last the last three books. Um, more about the history of the keys. Yes, the the history behind them. However, I mean, it may not be next season. It would be, you know, I want to see that history. Yes, yeah, agreed. and I feel like that'll be when they start talking to um. Uh, they're Chamberlain. Yeah, Chamberlain. Yep. That like we should be able to get some backstory uh, for the keys from that. Yeah. Uh, and maybe some redemption for Sam now that he's a ghost and bring that character a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely I definitely see him coming back. Um, Maybe on the good side of things. Maybe. Oh, geez. I mean, that third book, he, he, he's pretty, I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> it, he, he, he is he is done with. Uh, yeah, you get, get to the fourth book anything. and we'll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh Ron, you have anything you want to Um you know, honestly, other than what we Yeah, as uh, uh, other than what we've actually covered, um I, I would I would definitely like to see them um I'm curious as to what they're going to do with the story. Okay. And I'm curious as how uh um Ellie's going to come back. I I'm wondering if they're going to go go get her. I yeah, don't know. that's that's what I'm wondering is like if, if they're like, because I mean, it's almost like they threw into an abyss. Yeah, but obviously oh, yeah. things can come back out of there. Oh, yeah. And I hope they bring back Rufus. Yes. Oh, absolutely. He he he, need, he needs to come back. Yeah, he was awesome. Oh, I also like, um, but Logan, the the dualplegic, paraplegic, dualplegic. Oh, yeah. The guy with the, the kid with no legs. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to ask. So, and this is this is not actually going back a couple steps, and this is not actually my last two questions. <laughs> but that um, that uh, uh, store clerk who knew who Lock or, or Tyler Lock was, but didn't know this kid who has got both legs amputated off, realized that he's not twenty two years old from his fake ID. Um, he was wearing a fucking letter jacket, wasn't he? A high school letter jacket? No, the uh, Javi and Breaker were. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but just the fact that this guy, you, I'm not, and especially being a small town, they proved it was a small town. You know everybody. Yeah. You would know this guy is not 21 years old or 22, as his driver's license said. But, I mean, that's just whatever. That's just small, little, tiny, little gripe. Um, okay, so my last two uh, things I want to see in season two. Uh, will we actually find out which is better, uh, Bills or Phil's? <laughs> um, and will Gustav get a better magic routine? Gustav was the magician at the uh, uh, the hospital. Uh, there, or, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, when when um, Dodge wants to go vil- visit Aaron. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was very offended when he was talking about how nobody uses coins anymore. Motherfucker, I use coins every day at the vending machines. Oh, <laughs> so couple little couple little jokes there. Sorry. Um, and and you really want uh, 
you know, bacon to be made properly. I want bacon to be made properly. That was, I was very, more importantly, he wants to know how he can just throw bacon in the frying pan and not have to work (laughs) at it to make it work. Dude, every time I like crispy bacon, every time I make bacon, it's never crispy. See, I like mine. If it's, if it's not crispy, it's burnt. Oh, see, I like mine chewy, like just before it gets that actually crispy point. I like crispy. Like, I don't like it like limp. I like it like where it's almost like jerky type of Uh, uh, consistency. Okay. And, and thank you for joining us on Bacon Talk. <laughs> well, as we end, wow, this bacon- could you say that in your sexy voice again? <laughs> as, we, as we end this Bacon Talk, uh, I, I, call, I call it my NPR voice. Uh, Chris, thank you for joining us. And could you let everybody know where they can get a hold of you? Yes, yeah, so you can get a hold of me on Twitter. I'm at Chris Balga, and uh, again, my show is World's Finest True Believers. You can follow that at Finest Believers on Twitter and email the show World's Finest True Believers at gmail dot com. Yeah, great show. I've been on a couple times. I love coming on it. I know we're going to, I'm sure after seeing all this, we're going to be talking about lock and key of oh, volume yes. three sometime in the near future. And I'm totally up for that. So, um, as we wrap up, so thank you guys for, uh, for coming on here and no, this was a blast. I yeah. definitely would like to do a lot more of these. I'm still throwing around the idea of a new, uh, podcast for comic book movies shows well, you know we could just do Central. this like every now and then and just you know throw it into the comic book rundown and just have it as the like you know oh, yeah it's a special like this is gonna come out tomorrow i think <laughs> I enjoy to edit editing today. tonight yeah um <laughs> yeah well i gotta go see sonic Sorry. in like 45 minutes so i actually gotta get out of here um yes yeah, so thank you guys for coming on and we will talk yeah. next time yeah, have a good one talk to you later